Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Kraken Backs podcast with your hosts, Dr. Terry Wyman and Dr. Spencer Barron. How are we doing today, guys? Very good. How about Fantastic. you? Fantastic, Lance. How are you? I'm doing awesome. Today, we're joined by a special guest, Dr. Aaron Schneider, who has a Bachelor of Science in Kinesiology from Cal State Northridge and a doctorate degree in chiropractic from Palmer College of Chiropractic in San Jose. How are you doing, Aaron? Doing great, Lance. Thank you. Awesome. So I believe you guys have some uh, questions for uh, Dr. Schneider here. So uh, I'll let you guys take it away. We sure do, actually. And it's always been fascinating to find out how somebody got started in all this chiropractic stuff. (laughs) And (laughs) so everybody's got a different story, and it's really kind of cool to hear. So my question to you is, what age did you receive your first adjustment, and when did you decide to go into this profession? Oh, man. Uh, My first adjustment was probably when I was just several minutes old. Uh, my dad's a chiropractor. No so he pretty much caught me and adjusted me. Um, That's cool. And then been getting adjusted ever since. I don't know when I decided to be a chiropractor. Um, I think I knew from a young age, but I fought it for as long as I could. <laughs> Tried just about everything else, and it wasn't until probably five or so years after I graduated uh, university that I said, you know what, I need to get back into the healthcare field. And my dad even, as a chiropractor, tried to talk me out of chiropractic. Um, But again, I just, I couldn't fight it. I just, when you have a call, you have a call and you just go with it. So I ended up in chiropractic school. Why would your dad tell you that? Not go into the profession. I think he he saw the profession sort of fading and saw the breadth and scope of practice of osteopaths and that they could do everything an MD could do, plus they learned how to adjust. And he goes, just do that and I'll teach you how to be a good adjuster. Um, but it just didn't didn't line up with my with my values or what I viewed you know, healthcare should be. Hmm. As wow. a natural approach. Or was there other yeah, exactly. reasons that got you interested? Well, chiropractic, it just... on I, that instead of being an osteopath. I made it all the way to the interview process for a couple osteopathic schools and just hearing the way that they ran their school and how they trained their, their students and what the philosophies of osteopaths nowadays are it just didn't line up it's too much towards the western allopathic model and not enough towards the you know preventative and more natural healthcare that chiropractors provide maybe you can get to a point where you fire up your dad again and get his mindset off of that approach and get back and how cool chiropractic actually really is I would love that. I've got to get him to listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, on that kind of on that topic, you know, where you where your dad saw the um, the profession maybe fading, um, and I think Spencer and I think kind of the opposite. We think it's just exploding, and it's, it's a great op- it's a great time and an opportunity. Where do you see society looking at chiropractors um, in the next five years that would probably surprise like your dad or established practitioners? 
where I see chiropractic going right now, um, I think when you look at models like the joint, um, I think chiropractic's kind of going in two different directions. Um, you have the quick, basic, initial chiropractic philosophy of the adjustment is king. And they're just hyper-focused on that and nothing else. Um, and the way the business model is set up lends itself to being more accessible to people. Um, and then the other end of the spectrum is the private practice, the more um, tailored care approach um, and also multidisciplinary practices, which actually that I think is probably going to be the wave of the, the future for chiropractic is being integrated into multidisciplinary centers. Um, kind of like but a it's really, McDonald's versus a gourmet burger place, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, did, I mean, did I was just talking just compares to, to a fast food restaurant. No, well, he was talking about you know the joint being like you know just a quick get in and out, get your quick adjustment yeah. versus some place that you actually want to get more out of that. Right. That's and, what I mean. Hang with me, and, Spencer. And, and totally not. I'm not <laughs> discounting the joint at all. I mean, it was something that I. I wrote off out of chiropractic school. I said, absolutely not. I, there's no way I'll work at the joint. Um, but I think it's a, a wonderful opportunity for new docs coming out to get their hands dirty, get their hands on a ton of people and really learn how to be a good adjuster. Because at the end of the day, that's as chiropractors, that's what sets us apart. I mean, nobody, nobody can adjust like us. They're insightful. Not anybody in the world. And as long as we have that, as long as no medical profession or anybody tries to take away our gifts with our hands, I think we'll be just fine and we'll thrive as a profession. And, and that's, that's, that's really a message that, that I think is work. lacking in, in schools. Yep. Absolutely. Um, You're gonna do that's good. good. There are just, some schools that I think... That philosophy alone. Yeah. It's a philosophy that took me a while to come to. I didn't have that in school. They were, I mean, I love Palmer West. It was a fantastic school. Um, I think they lacked in philosophy a bit. Um, we really didn't get the message that the adjustment is really the most important thing. Um, it's chiropractic as a whole is moving towards Western medicine. I mean, we see it with chiropractors now wanting to have the ability to prescribe medication or to get patients off medication. And while that's not necessarily a bad thing, I see it as a slippery slope. And, you know, we, I think young docs, we have this mindset of, I want to be able to do everything. I want to help my patients. Like, I don't need to send them to anybody else. Like, I got this. It's me, you know? And I mean, fortunately, I, I've seen I've seen my philosophy change just in a few years to where, no, no, let's, this is what we're good at. Let's stay in our lane. Um, we don't need to yeah. be, we don't need to be able to do all those other things. We need to recognize where to send people if we can't help them. But honestly, we can help more people than I think a lot of new docs even can imagine. I, I can agree with that. Yeah, that's great. And I think you're starting out with a great foundation to what is important about being a chiropractor today. So, you know, as serious as that is, I got a goofy question for you. When you, 
when you dive into the room and you're ready to adjust somebody and you're approaching the spine and you're looking at what you're going to do next, have you ever thought and realized, now they're prone, have you ever wondered what side of the table you traditionally go on, left side or right side? Yes, I absolutely have. And I'm so grateful for a few of my mentors going through school because- Pick a side. What? Just pick a side. What side do you go to? The right side well, or the left? Well, that that's one of my mentors speaking right now. <laughs> oh, I um, said you were going to be a successful chiropractor. I think I'm going to take that back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he also talks a lot like his mentor too. <laughs> yeah, too much. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I do. I, I like to stand on, typically on the left side of the table. Ah, damn it. Dude, yeah. sorry. Now you rocked. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Because as of now, it's three to one. This yeah. morning's two guests, myself, all does, left side. No, Terry no, doesn't, doesn't no, odd man wrong. out. Odd he, man no, out. No, Ethan was on the right. It was he. He was on the right. So it's it's three to two. Hold on. Does uh, it matter the reason why? No. Nope. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> No, yep, you just had some. You have East Coast blood in you. That's all. Yeah, I, that's all we. Have. That's, that's what we came up with here. Yeah, no, whatever. <laughs> all right. Yeah, and going on with that thing. If uh, if your if your treatment was being done to a soundtrack, what would be the first sound? What would be the first song on that track? If I were to pick a soundtrack for in in your, the office, your, your, your chiropractic, your life, your treatment. What would be the first sound? What would be the first song? I know Spencer's is uh, Blue Hair Shuffle, you know, being down in, you know, Fort Lauderdale. So, no, man. It's, I've heard that, you know, that's you know, where all the Blue be... Hairs hang out. So, <laughs> <laughs> nobody can beat what, I don't know why what, this popped what in my head. Ethan said yeah, this just, morning. Yeah, War Pig. <laughs> you you, you yeah. picked the one topic so, what, I. What would be yours, Aaron? I have. This is one topic I don't even talk about because all I listen to is classical music. Um, but the one song that popped into my head right now was Will Smith when it was opening for Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> like, I would have that playing. That would be like my entrance song if I was walking into a room. <laughs> oh my God. I think I got rolled the changes by, uh, now with all the stuff going on in the world right now by REO. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that are brilliant, you know, from Shinedown, you know, for obvious reasons. So, uh, all right. Well, all right. With that said, I mean, let's let's get down to some nitty gritty stuff like uh, earning potential. If it was equal from both sides, I mean, independent practice or group facility, which one would you pick first? I coming straight out of school, I'd want to be in a in a place like the joint or multidisciplinary center where your income is fairly set and it gives you a solid platform to not have to worry about the business side, unless you like the business side. I'm not business savvy at all. I just love to use my hands. Um, so coming right out of school, I would love to, I would have loved to be in a multidisciplinary setting, but in terms of potential for uh, income, and also just lifestyle quality, private practices is where it's at. Um, yeah, I agree. So in a, in, in a you know, parlay into the, that, the same or similar question, I mean, 
your location of choice? You know, would it be the East Coast or the East Coast? Oh, I'm sorry. Did I not give you? I mean, East <laughs> oh, Coast or the no, West no, Coast? No, no, you said West Coast, oh, right? Of course. You said West Coast twice. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought I heard. <laughs> Florida. <laughs> because everything starts. Terry's, Terry's paying you, isn't he, to say that? <laughs> no, no. Everything starts in the East, but it always ends in the West. So why not just go right to the end? Yeah, we are kind of like food. Sense. You know, it <laughs> <Yeah>. digests <laughs> and comes. <laughs> Hey, I, I got with, you. with some of the stuff that comes out of people's mouths, I don't know. I'd almost rather be at the other end. <laughs> <laughs> at least you know what you're getting. Right, exactly. <laughs> True. So uh, what is your, being on the younger side, what is your social media of choice? I was, you know, I've been told that, you know, Facebook is for old people, but what is your social media of choice? I'm I'm old as well. I, I don't really use social media all that much i just now started doing facebook live and doing um like info nights at the office where i talk about different subjects like posture foot health tongue posture those sorts of things um (laughs) i can see the lance giving me an awkward look um yeah so yeah social media i don't really i don't really use to be honest yeah, he's a smart one in the, the generation that you know, you know, addicted to staring at the crackpot pipe. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sort of a, I'm sort of a tweener because I started chiropractic school late. I was the grandpa of my group, and uh, you know, I I think I see my younger colleagues, and they're all over Instagram. They're all over Facebook, posting this chiropractic, that chiropractic, them adjusting people, different articles, how to you know help people out, and I just. I can't get behind it. Just can't get on social media. Uh, yeah, I've been waiting for that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, yes. I have to yes. ask what what <laughs> is ton <laughs> posture? Like, yeah, most people like don't ton in your mouth pot. Like, their what tongue is hanging out when they're at rest? I'm supposed to be holding my ton in a certain way. This is definitely a West Coast conversation. Oh yeah, you, if you if you knew my mentor, you'd be like, man. I, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry if I start cussing. But, yeah, yeah. It, it, that's obviously a different mentor. Yeah, a different. Oh, mentor. I, thought I, don't, it was you. I don't know. All my mentors are pretty yeah, off the wall, but <laughs> it probably explains me pretty well. So, Terry, what is tongue posture? No. <laughs> don't don't don't. Don't show me. Anyway, all right. You know, your your comments about social media and, and how, you know, where your mindset is, I guess it wouldn't be fair if I asked you, you know, if you had a preference of, you know, a YouTube or a TikTok, you may not even watch those. But how do you think that some of these videos that you see now affect our profession? Does it help or does it hurt? Actually, yeah. So... If you look, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the um, the ring dinger. Um, oh yeah, the, what? the ring My dinger. My son showed me. It's that. a guy from the south. I think is might be in Texas, um, but he does the oh. traction method with the towel. Yeah. Um, the I mean, he does a lot of other that. things, but yeah. he got really famous off of that. And you know, what's the what's the saying like? No there's no such thing as bad press or something like that or bad media. Like if you bring attention, he, he was one of the first to bring attention to the chiropractic profession. 
there's another guy from Australia who, you know, was a Gonstead guy and he helped this kid get out of severe pain and filmed it over the yeah, course of, that. yeah, I mean, I it was a wonderful too. story. Um, yeah. And I think it's fantastic it, because we have, social media can be an avenue for, I mean, we're seeing it now, right? It can be an avenue for such hatred and so many bad things, but it can also be an avenue for such wonderful just progression. Um, and I think that's kind of where social media, social media ultimately I think is good for chiropractic. If we can show people the efficacy and how safe it is and that it's just really a wonderful avenue to go for your health. Um, I, I think it's great. I'm, I'm grateful for the people that put their stuff on, on social media and get the message out there. Um, because it brings more, Definitely it brings more people to, to chiropractic. Yeah. Even people that would otherwise either never know about chiropractic or they would just think that we're quacks, you know, um, it does open up conversations. You get exactly. somebody watching that, like the Y strap or the big crack and the person screaming and they're like, you're not going to do that. And it opens up a door to educate people. It, it, you, you hit it right on the nail, Terry. That's what I was going to say is that, that gives that puts so much more responsibility on those of us who are who are practicing to really focus on educating not just our patients but anybody that we talk to um i think it's something that is lacking a little bit in the younger generation um actually now that i think about kind of the older generation you get i'm going to kind of bag on you guys a little bit but you get stuck in your ways and then you just end up going like here just lay down let me do my thing and there's you know there's not a lot of education have that you happens. seen spencer's videos hey have you seen spencer's videos look, i'm not saying <laughs> there's a reason why the two of you are putting on this podcast all right i'm talking i'm talking outside of this um but i mean first and I think foremost Spencer's, like the uh, definition of doctor wants is to teacher. be in hollywood <laughs> well why don't you come out here and we can we can give you a humidifier yeah. in your room. You'll be nice and supple, you know. <laughs> supple. You, you won't miss Florida at all. <laughs> Let me sure he's all supple. <laughs> well, you brought that <laughs> back on that from we're, the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, on that on that kind of that, that talk about you know the the social media where where kids are going and I mean. Unfortunately, it's not going away. So either just like our name, Crack and Backs, you either embrace it or you run from it. What advice would you give a high school senior that is thinking about being a chiropractor? I mean, if you were, if you're at a school or some kid come, that you adjust or and goes, what do you think about the, uh, this as a profession? Obviously, you shared earlier that your dad tried to talk you out of it. How would you talk somebody into it or how would you answer a question of, you know, if they want to do, you know, pick a career path such as yours? I'd first ask them where, what their general philosophy on health is and start from there. Um, a lot of kids, some kids are brought up on the natural path and some kids are brought up on the allopathic path. Um, and from the get-go, I would just ask if they're, what their understanding is of the holistic path and, um, and see if they're even interested in helping people in that fashion. Um, 
and I'm, I know I've talked to several kids about chiropractic and I've never once said, don't do it. Um, awesome. You know, it's one of those things where if you really, I tell them, if you care about helping people and you really have a heart and a mind to take care of people, not just get them to feel better, but truly take care of people. Um, chiropractic really is the only path. Um, it's the straight you know, and right path. there, right there. You sounded just like your father. Your father has the biggest heart, the biggest brain, and that man will take care of anybody, anytime, anywhere. He'll drive hours just to help somebody. Mm-hmm. And he may have been trying to talk you into a different path, but his innateness and who he is, is he's, he's one of the most kind, nicest, big hearted human beings ever. And you're, you're, you took that little statement you just said, that's him in a heartbeat. So I'm glad that part of him is in you as well. That's going to make you a great doctor. Thank you. you. Good commitment. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Aaron, I think you need to go back to work. So, you know, Spencer and I can go and work on our suppleness. (laughs) I got a good book for that. (laughs) I'm sure you do. We're going to, we're going to work on holding our tongue correctly. And, uh, yeah, tune, tune in, tune in, <laughs> hey, Lance, tune in next month. I'm talking tune about, in. I'm yeah, talking the about the book right next in. to the, uh, ton posture <laughs> book. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Do I have to, do I have to get, do I have to have yeah, my earbud? My, uh, I'll come over this week and give you a private lesson. Do I have to trim <laughs> some, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask. coast, baby. That's what it's about. <laughs> I told you. I'm good. All right. So we're going to end right there. Um, <laughs> I'll make sure I'll make sure to have all my sapphire and amethyst crystals in a circle around my feet. Thank Anyways. You. Thank you, guys. Uh, well, we'll see you next week, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, see you next time.